Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I'm your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB. I just want to take a second, real quick, to say if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like the video, subscribe, leave us a comment, and uh, if you're listening on podcast format, uh, leave us a rating, review, whatever you need to do on your podcast uh, platform. And uh, yeah, we're gonna hop right into the Green Bay Packers. We're gonna continue our NFC North team previews, and uh, let's just dump in, uh, jump in here. Uh, we're looking at head coach here, Matt LaFleur, offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. It's their second year uh, in Green Bay, so we got some continuity there. This offense should be uh, looking more like what they expected to last year at the beginning of the year. And uh, I don't know, I'm optimistic that they can grow a little bit from what they did last year. They did some good things, uh, particularly particularly in the running game. So we're going to see that uh, be a major part of the offense this year. Uh, so we're going to start with the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. And uh, if we look at, at the quarterbacks last year in a four-point passing format, uh, we see Rodgers for as, as much bad publicity as he gets and as bad as he technically played last year, he was still good enough for quarterback nine. Uh, he did play 16 games. He threw for just over 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, and four interceptions. Uh, so that we don't like to see the low touchdowns. 26 is low for Rodgers, a guy that's, you know, he's been over 30, sometimes into the 40s so many times in his career that it's a little bit shocking to see that. Uh, but if we look at how the Green Bay Packers structured their offense last year, uh, they, they rushed for 18 touchdowns, which is probably the most in the Aaron Rodgers era. Uh, so Matt LaFleur wants to run the ball. He wants to establish uh, the, the red zone rushing threats. Uh, so we see a little bit of a trade-off here for Aaron Rodgers passing touchdowns for more rushing touchdowns. <laughs> so maybe we see that uh, slide a little bit back towards Rodgers this year as teams are going to be more uh, focused on stopping the run, I think. Uh, but uh, it's Rodgers year two in this system. We'll see if he can improve on some of his numbers, but the bar is low for a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. He had one of his worst years last year in, in total yards for a full 16 game season, uh, yards per throw, touchdowns. Uh, the interceptions number was low. Uh, and then as he gets older, he's not going to add as much rushing stats. Uh, but I do think Rodgers can improve on his 26 touchdowns. I think he can improve on his yards. And uh, I, th I think he can be better overall in a couple other categories like completion percentage and yards per attempt. So uh, if Rodgers was good enough for quarterback nine last year in his up and down year, uh, I think he's a top 10 quarterback again this year. And a lot of people are going to, uh, you know, basically complain about the receiver uh, depth chart here. But He's basically working with the same stuff he had last year, but it's going to be a little bit better. You know, you got Devontae Adams still, but you have Alan Lazard back for another season. I guess we're going to skip right to the receivers here. Uh, so let's look at this. Uh, we'll get to the running backs in a second here, but if you're talking about Rodgers, you got to talk about the receivers. So it's Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, and then free agent Devin Funches here. Uh, guys that are going to be secondary players, but should be able to contribute a little bit are Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, Equinemius St. Brown, who missed last year with an injury. Uh, Jake Kumaro is going to be back. Darius Shepard's going to be back. Malik Taylor was on their practice squad last year. And then they got Kavion Ento. Uh, Reggie Bevelton, who was a Canadian Football League standout. There's a lot of good uh, highlight tape on him. And then uh, Daryl Stewart here from Michigan State. And if you come down here, uh, I got a couple highlight videos linked. Uh, one to Daryl Stewart, who uh, he's a wide receiver, but he looks like a running back. His body style and his movements in the field, you get him the ball, he kind of looks like Aaron Jones. So he's kind of a fun guy to keep an eye on this summer. And then you got Reggie Begleton here highlights, who he's he's pretty exciting to watch what he did in Canadian Football League. So uh, check those two guys out. 
But really, when you talk about Rodgers and his receiving weapons, it's going to be all about Devontae Adams. And can Alan Lazard keep what he was doing last year going? Uh, last year, Alan Lazard kind of emerged on that Monday night football, or was it Sunday night football? It might have been Monday night. Uh, but he showed up in a big game uh, for Rodgers against the Lions, and he basically just demanded more opportunity going forward. So he didn't really like light the world on fire last year from a statistical standpoint, but he did get a lot of opportunities. Uh, we see he didn't play in a game till week 16, uh, but in a PPR format, his points per game was nothing great. He's very inconsistent, but he had a couple big games here, three games with over double-digit points. Uh, didn't really do much in the playoffs, but uh, I mean, we're looking at these games here where he had eight to nine targets, uh, and maybe this is something that we could see a, more of going forward. We know Rodgers likes him. He wants to get him on the field more and get him more opportunities. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to be using a Green Bay wide receiver other than Devontae Adams for fantasy, uh, but a guy like Alan Lazard could be an interesting best ball pick towards the end of the draft. Uh, I mean, if he gets to four or five touchdowns in, in maybe 50 you know, receptions or something like that. He might be an interesting guy that could crash the top, you know, 36, top 40 of receivers. Uh, but he's, he's probably going to be very inconsistent. We know Devontae Adams is the only piece that we're going to want. Uh, and then I guess in, with that, the thing I like about Lazard is he's, he's going to be pretty much the, the outside receiver for the most part. And then they did bring in Devin Funches, who's pretty much the same body style. So Rodgers has these big, uh, tall, go up and get it receivers in Lazard and Funches. And then he's got his swift, I mean, Adams isn't really a Swiss army knife, but Adams can do all the routes. He can do everything. Uh, he's so versatile. So uh, it's going to be kind of fun to see these three wide receiver sets, I think, with Lazard and Funches, uh, and then Adams kind of doing whatever he does. And then they'll be able to whip in uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Equinemius St. Brown. I think I'm more optimistic about St. Brown. Uh, Rodgers has talked him up a lot. And uh, if you look back at some of his 2018 highlights, uh, St. Brown's a little bit more polished as a route runner and does a few more things well than Valdez Scantling. Scantling's more of just like the vertical deep guy, whereas Equinemius St. Brown's got a little bit of uh, nuance to his game. So uh, this receiving group's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of you know knocks on it, but I think there's enough to work with here. The Packers are banking on their second and third year receivers developing, and they know they got a stud in Adams. And they think they got something with, with Lazard, and they did sign Funches to basically be a, a co-starter. Uh, so I think there's enough to work with here. It's definitely a much – it already is a better group than it was last year. They, they removed Geronimo Allison and, you know, Lazard, Scantling, Equinemius St. Brown. Uh, these guys are going to be all one year better. They're all in their third year. It usually takes a couple of years to, to get into a receiving, you know, groove with Rodgers in, in most offenses in general. So uh, I like the, the group here. But enough about that. Let's get back to the running backs here. Aaron Jones, second round draft pick. A.J. Dillon, who surprised a lot of people, 62nd overall in round two out of Boston College. And then they got Jamal Williams back. We're not going to really care about anybody else besides these three. They do have Dexter Williams, Damara Crockett, Tyler Irvin, who is more of a special teams uh, return specialist guy. And then they got this UDFA Patrick Taylor. Uh, but about Aaron Jones, man, the guy had a ton of touchdowns last year. Let's see. He did finish with 16 rushing touchdowns, three receiving. He rushed for 1,084 yards, 4.6 yards per carry. And then uh, on 68 targets, he had 49 receptions, 474 yards. So, uh, I mean, that's a total of 1,558 yards and 19 touchdowns. That's going to be really tough to, to, uh, like, to duplicate. 
but I think he could be close on getting back to those yards and, and receptions and attempts, but it's going to be those touchdowns coming down a little bit. So if I quick look at my, um, my running back rankings here, Aaron Jones, I think he was RB two last year. He falls into my RB seven slot. And uh, I mean, with scoring 19 touchdowns last year, you almost have to project, project him to come down a little bit. So I have Aaron Jones with 12 touchdowns this year. Uh, drop off of seven and that's kind of goes back to what I said about some of those rushing touchdowns are going to go back to the passing game and then some of them are going to filter down to AJ Dillon if you haven't checked out AJ Dillon uh, I highly recommend checking out some of his highlight tapes on YouTube he's a very big back he reminds people of Derrick Henry he's a bruiser um, that he can handle a a full you know workload and he's very good uh, in eight-man boxes I think last year in college football he was much farther ahead of the second guy who faced eight-man boxes and had a lot of success doing so. So teams were loading up the box against A.J. Dillon, and he was still running at over five yards of carry. So um, I think this is a good move for the Packers, though. Like Aaron Rodgers, as he gets older, he needs a good running game. The more threat that the running game is, the better the passing game can be with him, uh, the better the play action can be. So I like the move for A.J. Dillon, and he's one of my favorite dynasty purchases right now because we don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Uh, I think Jamal Williams is kind of the odd man out here. They're going to give a lot more of Jamal's carries to A.J. Dillon, uh, but they're probably going to keep Jamal Williams in some kind of passing role. So go ahead and uh, don't be afraid to target Aaron Jones. We're targeting... uh, I think Rodgers is a QB1 value. He looks great as your QB2 in Superflex. Aaron Jones can be your RB1. We like A.J. Dillon for Dynasty. If anything happens to Jones this year, we do like Dillon a lot. I think he would get the bulk of carries. Um, and Devontae Adams, of course, he's a, he's a first-round pick this year. So uh, let's look at the tight ends real quick. We got Jay Sternberger. Um, he's going to pretty much step into the Jimmy, Jimmy Graham pass-catching role. Uh, we don't know how fruitful that's going to be for fantasy points this year. Uh, So I think I got Jay Sternberger as like a low end tight end too, with some upside. Uh, You can go ahead and add him to your, I mean, to your lineup, but uh, keep in mind the second year tight end, it's a little bit more difficult for these kind of tight ends to break out. Um, But much like Hawkinson, much like Noah Fant, like he's stepping into a much larger role and we should see a lot of uh, a big jump in production from year two tight end. So I like Sternberger as a bullet, you know, last dart in a best ball draft. Um, but uh, yeah, he's going he's gonna to get a lot of pass attempts that Jimmy Graham got. So I like that. He's a good receiver. He's a, he's a better, like more agile receiver than Jimmy Graham is. So maybe some of those, you know, deep seam routes go a little bit better than they did last year. Uh, but besides Sternberger, they got Mercedes Lewis back, Robert Tanyan back. They drafted a, a tight end, Josiah Deguara out of Cincinnati. He's going to be used as an H back. Uh, a, a move tight end, if you will. They're going to use him all over the field, so I don't know how productive he's going to be, but he'll be a he'll be a guy that hits the field a lot. And then uh, Evan Bayless, James Looney, Jordan Jones. I don't need to worry about those guys. So I mean, this offense is really all about Rodgers, Devontae, and Aaron Jones, and the the mix of run and pass. And we'll see if this offense can improve from what they did last year. They scored a lot of touchdowns, uh, but the passing game was still a little bit inefficient. I know Devontae Adams missed four games. So hopefully if he plays a full 16 season, uh, Lazard, Funches, and uh, MVS and Equinemius St. Brown all step forward, this Packers offense could be uh, a much better team than they were last year. So uh, we look down here at the draft. They added some uh, handful of offensive linemen here in the middle. Um, not as much defensive help as you, know, you would have hoped uh, after watching that 49ers NFC Championship game, but 
the Packers, uh, I mean, they're a good team. They were a good team last year, and they're going to be a better offense this year. And the defense, um, it, was, it was much better than it was the year before. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Packers take another little step forward uh, in defensive stats. So I like what the Packers are doing here. Uh, go ahead and uh, target the offensive players we mentioned, and I think that's going to wrap it up. So uh, if you haven't checked out the other NFC North or the other team previews that I have on YouTube and all the podcasts, go ahead and do that. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel as we try to grow this thing. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next video. Have a good one. Peace.